You're listening to News Talk 96.5, KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Townsville media station. You're listening to Implicit Bias on News Talk 96.5, KPEL. We are unwrapping the presents this week on Implicit Bias because it's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year round. Welcome to another episode of your favorite Saturday discussion of, well, pretty much everything. I'm your host, Kavon Bordelon, and yes, the levees are broken. We have not just one, but two weekly whiskeys in the TSPL this week, and it's that time again. It's Christmas time. See what's on your Christmas list. Well, not only what do you want this year, but really, what do you need? As always, the week's implicit bias is brought to you by the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway. The Renegade has your stuff for whatever anyone wants in your household. If you need, uh, you know, maybe it's a, a late gift for that person, because if you're listening on terrestrial radio, they're closed on Christmas Eve. You have missed the North Pole South, right? But you can still go see the jolly little elves in cowboy hats at the Renegade right after Christmas. Guns, ammo, accessories, knives, clothes, concealment, furniture. The Renegade has it all. Santa's Workshop South. That's the Rustic Renegade. Now, as I said, the Renegade has almost everything you want. See, really almost all of the things on my Christmas list I've pretty much already gotten. Or I'm getting on a pretty continual basis. See, many of us who live a blessed life, Christmas is pretty much every single day. Now, that doesn't mean my days are perfect. Those of us in the top secret podcast layer, we're certainly not perfect. After all, we're all trying to be Catholic or Christian. But the reality is, we're fortunate that we may not necessarily need for anything. And when we're having all of Maslow's hierarchy of needs met, you know, food, clothing, shelter, everything else at that point pretty much just becomes gravy. As for our wants, <laughs> now we've talked about all the stuff which can get in the way of us being appreciative for having the aforementioned needs met. So sure, there's stuff I'd want, but most of the things I truly want have been answered over time, right? I'm fortunate and blessed to have a beautiful wife who understands me enough to put up with me. Got intelligent, wise, beyond their years, caring, thoughtful, spiritual children. Again, they're not perfect, but the challenges we face with them are certainly not as dire as they could be. So really, what else is there for a man to want? We could give you the beauty pageant answer. You know, world peace. Sure, I'd love that, but... Unfortunately, we're probably too much of pragmatists to ask for that. I mean, let's face it, since the dawn of human existence, we've been fighting about something. It'd be nice if we could stop. And while my faith is deep, that's one that just seems maybe a little bit too much to ask. So what's the one that's realistic? You know, we're actually getting some of this one now. At least we are in this country. But you have to be paying attention. So what is that, you ask? We are getting at least a little bit of truth. Now, truth in what segment of life? Well, Christianity, yep. I mean, look, during Christmas, we can find the information, if we're really looking for it, that Christ was real. He's referenced not only by Roman historians, but also by Jewish historians. And in the Talmud, you know, their sacred book, which, by the way, referenced Jesus as a sorcerer, go figure, 
Uh, C.S. Lewis gives us some truth here in the lair, right? The madman, the Messiah, the liar. If someone here in the TSPL wants us to go in depth into that, we can. I urge you, though, to look this one up for yourself. It's a great conversation. The liar, the, the madman, or the Messiah. But no, that's not necessarily where we're going. The truth I'm referencing is the truth of our own lives. See, some of us are figuring out that we're on the right path. Some of us are figuring out that we've been on the wrong path. And some, some embody the soiled, snotty toddler sitting on Santa's lap asking for just the basics for Christmas. And what's the basic they're asking for? It's for them to be able to ignore the truth and continue living in their own little world where reality doesn't cause their heads to explode. So yeah, we've been getting some truth. That, I mean, as, as best as it can be discerned, right? And that truth has come from the Twitter files. Yes, those internal communications which Elon Musk has been releasing from Twitter, you know, the ones that tell us that our own government has been using the Twitter platform to convince many Americans that the world we live in is real. Why? Because it was liked or shared by other people on Twitter? Because blue check marks, which, by the way, we now know were about as verifiable as any online persona, said they were agreed with or they agreed with those thoughts? Oh, wait, we, we thought all that was real? I mean, the host of information put out to the alleged hundreds of millions of people who are supposedly on the platform, it's only now in question? To quote one of the greatest holiday characters of all time, you serious, Clark? Yep, Kavan, not Clark, is serious. See, we have identified as conspiracy theorists on this show for a long time. That means our pronouns are we, were, right. I found something. By definition, we now know that Twitter, as it stood during the 2020 election, during COVID, well, really since 2016 at least, was a psychological operation influenced by the U.S. government which covered up some real stories and pushed fake ones. All to deceive you. Yes, Virginia, there is a CIA, an NSA, a CENTCOM, and a deep state. And for this Christmas, we're getting the proof. But how do we know it's actually proof? First, and this is probably the only place you're hearing about this. Yeah, you know, I mean... This has been going on for a couple of weeks, if you think about it. Places like CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, v Vox, HuffPost, they're sticking their heads in the Christmas snow like the great holiday ostrich. And yes, we just made that a new thing. They're playing like this didn't happen. They have refused to report on this. Let's face it, if it wasn't real, you'd have heard probably one of two stories. One. Foreign disinformation is being spread by domestic terrorists. Or two, stories about people being duped by something that's already been debunked. We'd have heard the word debunked. The FBI actually responded to this in between the time that this monologue was written, and we recorded this, so we're going to go into that and what their response was, which take a guess what they called people who believe this. You can't write this stuff. They call this conspiracy theorists, <laughs> right? Here's the only other way 
to potentially know that there's at least an inkling of truth in this. If you read the Twitter files, there are zero unnamed sources. All of this info came from emails. Now, could those emails be fake? Sure. But that's a special kind of slander you'd be setting yourself up for if that were the case. Oh, and by the way, the people who would have allegedly have written those emails would probably be hanging out with Amelia Earhart and D.B. Cooper this holiday season because none of them are saying anything about these not being real emails. They'd be screaming from mountaintops that this was made up. Instead, they're quieter than Michael Corleone's priest during confession. So let's wrap up this holiday gift sitting under our information tree. This is going to be this week's implicit bias. We have multiple presents under the tree. Our weekly whiskeys are here. Our final entry from our weekly whiskey partner at New News Markets in Youngsville for Woodford Month. They'll also have it available in Scott Milton Maurice. But we're going to have a very special guest in hour two. Jolly old St. Nick. Matter of fact, very old St. Nick might drop into the top secret podcast lair. Maybe it's not the St. Nick you're expecting. A gift from the Dania Beach Bourbon Club. Stick around because it is that time of year. We should be thankful, but we should also be vigilant. For he'll come when you least expect it. And the best present you may get this year might make you uncomfortable. It may make you question everything, including your implicit bias. Attention Acadiana, have you been to the Rustic Renegade, Acadiana's only true men's emporium? The Rustic Renegade has it all. Special items for that man cave, special coffee blends, unique gifts and grooming items, and best of all, Acadiana's only simulated range where you can shoot not only targets, but you can shoot scenarios. Why spend a fortune on ammunition? You can become better at what you like to do. At the Rustic Renegade, knives, guns, guns, accessories, and the experts to handle it all. That's the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast of Angelin Thruway. If you want to know about cigars and pipes and pipe tobacco and more, you need Rene Girard, Acadiana Certified Master Tobacconist from Piper's Haven, 3916 West Congress Road, between Adrian's and Gilbo Road. All right, you've got it all, Rene. Yeah, you know, we need to hurry up and make this commercial because I need to go back and sit on the porch. Yeah, it's right. It's perfect porch sitting weather. We got a pot of gumbo cooking in the back, and I mean, you know, it's just we got to go eat and sit on the porch. And talk about <laughs> all the world's problems. Solve all the world's problems. I like it. All right, tell me all the stuff you got at Piper's Haven. Well, we got 553 square foot humidor loaded with cigars. I have pipe tobaccos, pipes, lighters, cutters, ashtrays, pocket knives, Lamberger lamps, and a bag of chips. I love it. Is it a tasty bag of chips? Yes. That's what I heard. It's all ruffles. Of that. They have ridges. Uh-huh. <laughs> Delicious <laughs> chips, all the fine tobacco, and great cigars at Piper's Haven, 3916 West Congress between Adrian's supermarket and gilbo road men want to look like men that means when it's time for a fresh cut men go where men go all american barbering licensed barber nick duplishan and the staff at all american barbering do it right from old school haircuts to straight razor shaves to beard trim and shaping even boys look like men after a cut from all american barbering a veteran-owned business all american barbering is located in broussard at 807 albertson's parkway suite b Schedule your appointment to look like a man at their website, allamericanbarbering.com. Remember, men, when you want to look like a man, go to Broussard. Go to All American Barbering. William S. Nicole Jewelry has been serving the Acadiana area for over 40 years now. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding sets, the most extensive in-store selection Acadiana has to offer. 
Waterford Crystal, Swarovski Crystal, and a complete Pandora Jewelry Shop and Shop right on the showroom floor. In-house jewelry repairs and a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. When you want bigger, better diamonds for less, when you want quality merchandise at affordable prices, shop local. Shop William S. Nicole Jewelry, 3802 Johnson Street, Lafayette. Use your implicit bias. Mention implicit bias when you call Luxury Limo and save 20% off of your booking. Don't forget, mention implicit bias and save 20% off your booking with Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Welcome back to this week's episode of Implicit Bias. I am your host, Kevon Bordelon. We are presented by the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway, and we are rounding out Woodford Reserve Month from our weekly whiskey partner at New News Markets in Youngsville, Scott, Milton, and More East. Let's introduce you. I like that. I now made More East like two words. More East. More. Maybe it's a more. Yeah, whatever. So let me introduce you to the crew who's in the TSPL this week. We're going to start. With the chair to my right. He is in the chair of intoxication. I don't know that he's ever lived up to it. He is Burley Short Poor Pellerance. Great to have you with us, Burley. Great to be here again. I am uh, literally flying by the seat of my pants uh, this evening, which, of course, is Saturday morning. But whatever. I'm, uh, I'm uh, winging it right now. Don't know anything about what we're talking about tonight, and I love it just like that. I was about to say, do you ever know what we're no, talking about? That's I, what I, I never figured. pay attention. And you never know anything about what we're talking about. So if you knew anyway, <laughs> it wouldn't matter. <laughs> Burley's going to punch me before the night's over, and that's all right. That'll be my Christmas present. There you go. In the corner, we have Sam Stokes of Better Root Productions. Sam, uh, I'm back. I know you had Caleb running the show and corralling the, the three-ring circus that is implicit bias last week. I mean, running the show is an interesting way to put it. Maybe like throwing gasoline on like a, a runaway stagecoach that's on fire would be more apropos. A runaway stagecoach that's on fire. Is that what the show was last week? Because I'm going to be brutally honest. I haven't even had a chance to listen. I've been so busy. It was not runaway. It was managed. <laughs> so it was on fire by design. Can confirm. Yeah. And that, of course, first was the voice of the Rustic Renegade himself. He is Caleb Morse. Caleb, it's good to see you again. Always a pleasure, brother. Hey, it, it is a pleasure to have you and a pleasure to be back in the TSPL. And the other voice you heard, that slightly higher-pitched voice to my left, that is, oh, don't, 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 don't take offense. If it's true, it's true. Notice he can't rebut it. There we go. That is the voice of Lee Ritter. Good evening. <laughs> just for you. Yeah, just for me. So, all right. We are talking about Christmas gifts, the gift of truth that we are getting this year, and that is the gift. It has just been giving and giving, and something tells me that the giving is going to continue with some of that truth into the new year. But let's start by what perhaps um, is maybe attributable to more truth coming from the mouths of human beings than anything else. It's our weekly whiskey. Because we all know that the words of a drunk man are the thoughts of a sober man. So let's talk about what weekly whiskey we are working on here this week. And nobody, but I mean, Burley's in the chair of intoxication, but Burley is not there yet because we are on our first tasting of Woodford Reserve Kentucky Straight Malt Whiskey. Kentucky Straight Malt Whiskey. So this is by definition not a bourbon. Heavier on the malt. Burley, I'm curious as to your thoughts. It's interesting. It's um, it's not my favorite. It's not bad. Is that kind of like what you say about that blind date that you go on that you're like, yeah, not doing that again. It was interesting. Trying to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 not even trying to be nice. It's um, 
It's drinkable. It's I'm I'm enjoying it. Okay. It's uh it's just not one of my favorite. It's so what do you enjoy about it? I'm curious about that right off the bat. It's it's easy to drink. It's it's got a lot of unique flavors, but it's not um it's not something that makes me go wow. Okay. I'm still trying to figure it out, but it's um it's drinkable and and at the end of the day sometimes that's, <laughs> that's all really all we're worried about, right? Yeah. Um this is this is something I'd I'd easily have again. Okay. Yeah. So Sam, what about you in the corner? I, I I noticed the first thing that came out of your mouth when you got your glass was, isn't this the same thing we did last week? And no, last week was the weeded bourbon. This week is the malt whiskey. So I'm curious as to number one, do you still think they're as similar? Number two, what what are you picking up on this one? No, I, I the first sip is always different, man. The first sip is not indicative of what you're going to get for the rest of your glass, for sure. So, Absolutely. Um, after a few more sips, there's uh, the, some of the other guys hit on it, but um, hit on it off air. Excuse me. Not yet. But yeah, they, that's they, okay. They probably will. Uh, there's like this dried <laughs> fruit flavor. It reminds me of like maybe like apricots like that you would get in a salad or something like that. Um, that's provides this like interesting sort of diversion within the whiskey. Um, that otherwise is uh, fairly tame, fairly drinkable. I like what Caleb said last week about the uh, the weeded whiskey, that it was kind of flat. Um, I'm kind of getting that flatness here as well because there's nothing that really jumps out at you. Um, it is, it is though, smooth. It is, uh, you used the word balanced off air earlier, um, where the, the sweetness and the spice kind of go together well. They just, it's, it's so tame that um, it kind of goes by without you noticing. If it wasn't for that kind of dried fruit flavor uh, that gives it some interest, there wouldn't be a whole lot to this. But that's kind of where I'm at with this one. Okay. That, that's, it's an interesting thought. Caleb, um, as you are sitting there with our, and yes, if you're listening out there, you can get the Implicit Bias Whiskey Tasting Journal. You can get it on Amazon, just because it was easy to put there, right? But Caleb is filling out our thoughts on this Woodford Reserve Kentucky Straight Malt Whiskey. And Ritter, what are you, what are you doing is, over this there? This is the third book we've started. Which, by the Consistency way... Consistency is difficult. Which, by uh, the way, okay. we, have, we have no formal record of all that we've done. Which no, is why I, we are... I, that's not 100% yeah. true. That is th- correct. So listen to Caleb and he can fill the, us in. The top of my shop has 100 and I think 16 bottles that are labeled with the colors of what we've had. Now, it's just the color. Right. It's not like, hey, this one tastes like my grandfather's leather shoe uh, and that kind of stuff. Which it's is actually was, something yeah. Caleb has good. said. Yeah. Which was yeah. very good, by the way. <laughs> which which was you, very good, by the way. But what you should do is take time this break and maybe put the show number next to it so people can oh, walk in and go, hey, idea. this is number 42. I like that stuff, I think. So, Let me go listen to the show. Idea. So you know, what, you know what I love? I love people who come up with ideas and volunteer themselves yeah, to do it. So Ritter, since you have time over the Christmas holidays, we'll idea. give you that project. We'll give you all the files and you can go ahead and figure out what was where. You've got 52 How's weeks that? to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what you know, I thought. I've got the ladder. <laughs> all right, Caleb. So this malt whiskey from Woodford Reserve. And, you know, I'm really happy I go after Sam with this because he got to steal all the adjectives I was going to use. <laughs> and now it makes me look like I'm copying him. So I when actually you were the one you were the one who came up with it first and Sam just got to speak first. So. Did, there's yeah, no record of that. And uh, <laughs> we were trying to figure out what it was. There's a Lee and I were talking about it. There's a fruit that they add uh, to beer in Hawaii. And uh, 
I'm not going to pronounce this Oh, come right. on. You got to give it a shot. Li Hing Mui? Probably pretty close. Yeah. Mui? Yeah. L-I Hing and M-U-I. Uh, it's a plum with sugar and salt on it, that kind of stuff. Tastes kind of uh, apricot-like. And they put it in their beer in Hawaii. Uh, I had it a few times. Uh, partook a little bit, you know. And uh, that's what this reminds me of. It's that kind of plum, apricot, sweet flavor. You really get it on the nose. And then on, on when you taste it, you get an initial spice, sweetness, the alcohol at the end, and, and it just kind of dissipates. Uh, it's different. It's very different. We've had, we've, we've drank, what, one scotch or two? Maybe two. I think, I think we've had two. Uh, and it, this is, it's, it's very different. The sweetness isn't what I expected. And I probably should have smelled it more before I took a sip because I would have had a better expectation. It really, my first sip, uh, if, y'all, if y'all saw my face, it caught me off guard. It was nowhere near what I expected. Uh, not that it's bad. Oh, I thought it was gas. I saw yeah. your face. Yeah. No, 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 it, it's that time of the year. I'm trying to digest a little bit of everything. So, but it's, it's not what I expected at all. And not that it's bad. It's just so far out of my normal comfort zone. But I, I, I'm enjoying the fact that I get to try something a little different. This is something that, I, that in this kind of weather... I bet adding this to like some apple cider would be Ooh. on oh. point. Ooh. Maybe even maybe even a little eggnog, right? Maybe even using this in eggnog. So I'm curious, you know, Ritter, you said when you heard what we were having, oh, it's going to be the closest to scotch that we've had. Did it live up to that? So I, I'm last in this group to go through and tell everybody what I think. All the adjectives are taken. Um, but no, this one's meeting the expectations that I set for myself when I read the label. It, it's malted, so it has that malty kind of taste, a little bit of smoke to me. Not a lot, very passive. I like a change-up. This would be good, like, after your first, I don't know, old-fashioned of the night to start, and then you've had a cigar and you want to just kind of ease into the night. This would be a good second pour. This would be a good second pour so you don't go hard on the holidays and say, let me just keep going. And look, everybody's drinking neat so far. Nobody's put water. There's no ice. It could all change. No one's done this yet. So, so let me just put that out there for everybody that's listening. No, there's no water involved. This is straight from the bottle. And, and I would buy it. I mean, I've, I've got a lot, and I'm, I'm admitting I would buy this just to have as a, as a change-up. Like, my dad is a scotch drinker. And he's not real heavy in whiskey. This might be a good kind of that, that nice bridge to say, hey, why don't you try this? And we are going to get into the Kentucky limestone water, right? If, if people want it, we've got it here in the TSPL. We've actually kind of gone to a whole neat tasting kind of format here. We haven't done a lot of large single ice spheres in a long time, but that's okay because we do have Kentucky limestone water to open it up. And that's no, and that's fine because, you know, the purists will say, don't give me the neck pour and then let it air out, breathe with your mouth open and all these other things. Cool. Do what you do, what you want, do what you like. I'm doing what I'm doing at right, home, right. which and, is I'm going to open it yeah, and I'm going to drink, I'm gonna it. drink yeah, it. Right. Yeah. And that's pretty much what we all do. We all cracked it open. There was no hesitation. I kind of smelled it a little bit, kind of took a pause. They do make a number 17 um, batch proof. That is a malted in the reviews. If you read around, it's like, oh, it's heavy scotch, heavy scotch. And I was like, ah, this is probably going to taste like it in it feels like a lighter version to me So on that. Where, where I'm going to pick up from your comments or, or this, and this is what's been kind of mulling around in my head. If there were a bourbon version of Habiki Harmony, 
this would be it, okay. right? Yeah. So you, you know, Habiki Harmony is so well balanced. It's lighter, right? It's on the. It's, it's a little bit on the lighter light, side. It is lighter. It's. It doesn't have the the little bit of peat that Habiki Harmony happens to have. Instead, it's got those bourbon flavors, right? It's not even light caramel or butterscotch. It's dark fruit, right? Uh, you know, a little bit of plum. I, I like where Caleb kind of went, kind of a plum type flavor. Flavor, maybe even apricot. I get that, but I. I'm going to tell you what I like about this, and I like about this a lot. I like the drinkability. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is one that, I mean, you, no. you open the bottle, and traditionally, like you said, Lee, you know, you're, you're going neck pour, right? What's up with the neck pour? And eh, I don't know. I need to let it breathe, and we got to let it sit, and we got to figure. This one, you can open and just have a glass, and it is easy to drink. It goes down simple and smooth. There's not... There's not a bite on the back. It gives you just a little bit of warmth in the chest, yep. but not too much because the proof isn't really high on this no, one. It's 90, 90 and change, but it's, yeah. not, it's not hot. If no. everybody gets hot, no, this is not. For 90 proof, this is really good. Not for, for that, even for, close. For 90 proof. So, yeah, for this one, I was like, man, where does this fit? Because to your point, it's not a scotch. You don't have any peat to it. It's not a Texas whiskey. But man, the just that that malt. I mean, you don't get like a ton of bready with it, but you almost get a little hint of that that kind of bread kind of aroma, like when bread is baking. It's like when you when you bake like a or re, or heat up a king's Hawaiian roll. Yeah, you get that sweet kind yeah. of pineapple yeah. fruity flavor to it. You smell it in the air. A little bit of not hops, but like the little yeast flavor, the scent to it. Like it's. It's completely different than what I expected. If if something is off-putting at all about it for me, it is the sweet. Yeah, it's and the more I'm drinking it, the more sweet I'm getting, and it's ah. Well, but and even then, we, like we've had the rum casts, and you and I, I don't think either neither you nor I like those because they were so sweet, right? And it's not as sweet as that, but you definitely notice it, right? I I think I, I'm. I want to try it with a little water in a, in a bit just to see what it does. I think it's just going to make it even more boring at, at the end. <laughs> at, at the end. <laughs> to your point, though, it is drinkable. It, it, it is drinkable. It's not so harsh at all. I think if, think if somebody's contemplating, oh, I might, I might try one neat, I'd reach for this and say, hey, try this neat. Yeah. And, and I'm going to tell you the one thing that I, I also really like about this particular Woodford. There are some Woodford, just regular old off the shelf. And I say regular old, it's a quality product, but you get a little of that licorice on the front, that flavor profile that sometimes you get from a Woodford that to me, it's a little off putting at times. There's none of it here. It's, it's gone. It's replaced by that sweet. I would drink this instead of a cocktail, right? Where you get, where you get a cocktail that's going to be sweet. It's going to have additives in it to, to brighten it up and sweeten it up. This doesn't need it. This is almost a cocktail in and of itself. So there you go. So somebody who typically would mix, if you're having a guest over and somebody typically mix, if you find that out beforehand, say, hey, drink this instead. Try this. Didn't they I, might like didn't this. Didn't I say take this as the second one after you've had your yeah. introductory there cocktail? You yeah. Didn't I? I mean, that's where you it did. would fit. It would shoot <laughs> right in. You All right. So it's time. We are going to do two things. Number one, we're going to rate this on the Morse Whiskey Rating Code, which, by the way, is in the Implicit Bias Whiskey Tasting Journal. 
and we are going to play What Would You Pay, which we just we give the chain the the What Would You Pay championship belt chain provided by Luxury Limo of Lafayette to the person who gets closest to the actual price. The reality is, I guess you're all kind of winners because it's what would you pay? So it's your opinion. It's your implicit bias. But we're still giving the belt chain to the person who gets closest. So Burley, where do you rate this on the Morse Whiskey rating code? And where would you put this on the what would you pay? It's a green. It's a green. It's okay. a green. It, it's a green all the way around. It's it's a green. Right. Drinkability, enjoyability, eh, interesting enough. You can discuss it. You can talk about it when when you're having it. Yeah, interesting. I'd give it a green. Green and yep. and the, and dollar amount. Uh, forty two bucks. Forty two bucks. Sam, this is an electric pickup truck for me. You know, it's interesting, and, but it kind of oh. lacks a lot of oomph. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with a yellow on this one. Okay. Uh, pricing. I've been pricing these way too high lately. Um, you said forty two. <laughs> okay. Yes, I'll, Burley I'll, said forty two. I'll go uh forty seven. Forty seven. Caleb Morris as he fills out our tasting journal. I am keeping notes. <laughs> you know, I, I want to give this a yellow. I really want to give it a yellow, but I would buy it. I wouldn't buy it often, but I would spend my hard hard earned money on this. So this is this is definitely a green. Okay, it is. I'm uh, I'm, I'm put right here next to Burley's initials, mine, and uh, thirty seven dollars. All right, that leaves us with. Lee Ritter. Lee? All right. For a guy who has way too many bottles at his house, <laughs> thinking about if I would buy this, I wouldn't. So I'm, I'm going to be the apparent split here because it's going to be a 3-2 split. I am going to be the, the tiebreaker to decide who squirreled on this one. This is an absolute green. I mean, this is an absolute green. I would buy this. I would drink this. This is one where I would start a night with this. I would replace a cocktail with this. I would graduate from this later in the night. But would I buy this and consume this? Absolutely. This is a, the drinkability on this is just so easy. Especially to start the night. How could you not? Okay, so prices. Burley, your price again was? 42 bucks. 42. Sam, yours was 47? 48. 48. No, Caleb? No, it was 47. It was 40. Oh, <laughs> Caleb book, wrote it down. Book. See Sam trying to cheat. Sam trying some revisionist history there. You can't trust a millennial. No, you can't. All right, Caleb, speaking of millennials. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mine was 37. 37. And Lee, Lee was the lettuce on my BLT at $38.99. The What Would You Pay championship belt chain goes to at $32.79. Caleb Morse. He wow. gets it again, right? So, and look, it, it's, it's not meant to change the rating, but at $32.79, this is hard to beat. This is really hard to beat. Yeah. Crowd from the back. Yeah. And look, Nunu's, I love Nunu's markets because if you don't know and haven't noticed, if you listen to the show, every single bottle of Woodford that we have had this week has all been the same price, right? They have all been the same price. And this one to me, this is the best one we've had yet. But let me say, like, I, I mean, again, I got, I've got a large shelf and I've got a lot of different stuff. Woodford is probably one of my favorite distilleries. I tracked stuff down. Haven't had this one. Can you brag a Wait. little more? No, I'm just trying to get some precedent. <laughs> I'm the guy in the bullpen that gets called at the last minute to sit in here, you know? Wait, Thanks. did you say that this was 
This is your. This is the best. This this Woodford is yet. This is no. the best out of the four we've had this month for me. I no, like this. My one. favorite no is the original. I don't even know. No there's, original. There's no way. I'm with no, you, Sam. No, no way. Said, he said for him. For I him. said for That's me. I didn't say the You're best. Right. Period. It, it, look, it, this is this is what I like. All day for thirty two dollars, right? That, All day it. for thirty two dollars. I need another sample. I just don't. I just... Have another sample. We'll come back as the tasting continues on this week's episode of Implicit Bias. Let us bust your nuts. We promise you'll be satisfied. At Hightort, we have over 50 years of industrial and specialty bolting experience. With industry-leading technology, our expert team can help you with all of your industrial bolting applications. Hightort provides 24-7 assistance to optimize safety, improve quality, and make scheduling easy. Find us at hightork.com or call 225-663-0345. We have offices in Lafayette, Baton Rouge, Bossier, and Lake Charles. High Torque, busted nuts for over 50 years. Can't find an Uber or Lyft? Luxury Limo of Lafayette offers scheduled pickups and drop-offs and even airport transportation in style. Get dropped off and picked up in their luxurious 12-passenger Mercedes-Benz Sprinter with limo-style interior or their Cadillac Escalade SUV. Reserve a sleek black town car for a night out with friends or dinner with your sweetheart. That's Luxury Limo of Lafayette, 565-4385 or LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. Spoil yourself to luxury with Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Hey, Acadiana, I'm Kathleen Terrio with Next Home Cutting Edge Realty. I know realtors seem to be on every corner, but the good ones aren't. I promise to give you top-notch customer service that includes honesty, availability, and professionalism. If you're looking for a realtor you can trust and is available during your most important purchase, call me, Kathleen, where the service goes beyond the closing day. For all your commercial needs, investment properties, or your next home, call Kathleen with Next Home Cutting Edge Realty, 337-412-1536. That's 337-412-1536. Or find me on the web searching Kathleen Terrio Realtor. Drink Kacheri's Coffee, the official coffee of implicit bias. Available at La Creperie on Collie's Saloon, at the Rustic Renegade, Automotive Gear on Judson Walsh and Opelousas, and the Chill House, the dessert destination in Maurice. Kacheri's Coffee, the official coffee of implicit bias. Attention Acadiana, have you been to the Rustic Renegade? Acadiana's only true men's emporium. The Rustic Renegade has it all. Special items for that man cave, special coffee blends, unique gifts and grooming items, and best of all, Acadiana's only simulated range where you can shoot not only targets, but you can shoot scenarios. Why spend a fortune on ammunition? You can become better at what you like to do. At the Rustic Renegade, knives, guns, guns, accessories, and the experts to handle it all. That's the Rustic Renegade 2842 Northeast of Angelin Thruway. Welcome back to this week's episode of Implicit Bias. I am your host, Kevon Bordelon. We're presented to you by the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast of Angeline Thruway. And it's almost Christmas, but for the Renegade, it is. So if you're looking to go to the Renegade, you listen on terrestrial radio, and this hits Saturday morning just after 10 a.m. when we're having this conversation, guess what? The Renegade? He's called it in. You're, it's it's Christmas for you, right, Caleb? You know, I, I have to spend time with my family at some point in time. I love our customers, but a day off is necessary. Sometimes it just is. But, you know, it, it's not unheard of to tell somebody, hey, I'm giving you this that you can take to the Rustic Renegade and go buy something. They'll reopen on Tuesday, right? They'll be open, rocking and rolling on Tuesday. I have, I think I had 2,000 gift cards. Two weeks ago, we have about 500 left. There you go. So people want to go in, redeem those, go to the Mm -hmm. Renegade. You can do that. 
Uh, you know what? If you want to go get your car washed on the way, you can stop by Zydeco Ride and Shine right there. Right. Uh, you visit Burley Short Poor Pellerin's business. Go through. Make sure your ride looks nice. That's right. Maybe your ride would shine if you go to ride and shine. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Let me tell you, that was hard, Where's right? That bell? was difficult. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, there's Sam Stokes in the corner this week with the crew. Sam, pleasure. And, of course, Lee Ritter. Uh, you know, we're talking about and. No, <laughs> Yes, I did that on purpose. Go ahead, Ritter. Say hello. I've got anyway, nothing to say so, about anything. Just go. <laughs> We're talking about, you know, what what we needed and what we wanted for Christmas and what what implicit bias wanted for this Christmas. We're getting. We're getting some of the truth. So I'm I'm gonna go around the table, and this is because you, you gotta pay attention. You gotta care. But I'm curious to know what you have seen, what you have heard about the Twitter files. We'll start with you, Ritter. We're going to go backwards on this one, so we'll start to my left. So we're going clockwise, finally. Depends on where you're sitting. It doesn't matter what you sit <laughs> if you go clockwise or counterclockwise. <laughs> Genius. Um, I haven't, um, I really haven't paid attention, to be honest, because I know it's all being spun in the media. Um, I hadn't taken the time to read any of it, and I'm just kind of waiting for it all to settle down and let the facts come out. And not let it get spun up so much around the holidays or dumped on Friday afternoon at 6.30. Okay, so I'm curious as to where you think you're going to get the facts sorted out. That's my question. We talk a couple times a week, don't we? Oh, you come to me. That, so that's, <laughs> yeah, you see how this works? See, here's, here's the best part. He says we talk a couple times a week when we have time, right? When I'm not in Chicago or doing something like that, right? We we have a conversation, so right? Yeah, well, you're so busy. Well, no, and and yeah, like you're not right because right? you're also busy. I mean, you're you're all over God's green earth in your truck. Thank you. Um, but the point being, you're gonna get the same information if you listen to the show. So for our listeners out there, thank there you, you for listening. We're gonna give you the same stuff that Ritter is being lazy about over here. Uh, let's let's go to let's go to Burley, and then we'll come back to Caleb. So Burley, what do you know about the Twitter files? And have you heard or seen anything? I haven't, and I okay. and I haven't. I haven't even entertained the idea of digging into it. I'm just, I'm, I'm almost not interested to be honest with you because so, I don't believe half of what more than half of what we see. And I, right now I'm just tired of the BS to be honest with you. I, I'm, I'm just tired of it. So I'm curious, what do you think the Twitter files are? I, I think the Twitter files show that there was in fact, a, an organized effort to limit information expand disinformation and restrict proper information. So here's the good news. You're not wrong. Okay. Now the Twitter files are like ogres and ogres are like onions and onions have layers, which means that you, you are right, but you're on the outer peel of the onion. Okay. Right. Because Fair what enough. the Twitter files have helped do is unpeel that onion somewhat. So, Caleb, I, have you seen anything on this? I've seen. Thanks for turning my mic on again, Sam. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> Sam does everything he can. And I just, you know, and we've seen that they've come out and said that the FBI knew certain things were false. The FBI knew they had to hide, to hide the Hunter Biden thing, uh, that they targeted Trump, that the opposing side wanted to spin the media a certain way. So what we've seen is just Twitter releasing their internal documents on how skewed they were from a corporate point of view with government influence. 
So let's take it even farther. Well, before we do that, let's hear what Sam knows if he can get off his phone for just a second. Sam, did you catch anything on the Twitter file? Have you are you aware of this at all? I know what they are. I'm I'm aware of that. I'm aware that uh what's happening on Twitter, um, as far as what's being revealed in the Twitter files, I don't know much about that. See, remember when I said you've got to be paying attention if you want this gift? This this is the point. So, yes, Burley, you are correct. Caleb, you are correct as well. More correct than Burley. Well, you're just a different layer of the uh, onion. I, I, you're, I disagree with that. You're, you're just a different layer. You're just a different that. layer of the onion. From so the, here's from the back, I here's knew Burley knew too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, as as yeah as as, as Ritter as Ritter now tries to take credit when no, he said I know nothing. No, I wait to hear it from you, and then he's like, no, but I did know that. No, sure you did. Anyway, and what's scary? Or not necessarily scary, but there's so much constantly coming out about this. Because now we finally have, and it's not a news media, but we finally have a source giving up their influences and their sources. Okay, so let me give you what those influence and sor- influences and sources are and were. So what we now know from the Twitter files, and please don't believe me. Please don't believe me. Please go read these on your own. You can find them, guess where? On Twitter. Anyway. We now know that, yes, Twitter internal employees were vastly skewed to one side of the aisle, right? As they self-described, 98% one way, 2% the other. I don't care what organization you work for. That is an imbalance, right? Here's the bigger thing. What we also know is that the FBI has its own portal to Twitter employees and to flag Twitter accounts, posts, and things of that nature. What we also know is that the FBI and CENTCOM would apply bots to posts by certain people. So remember when... Elon Musk said, I want to know the numbers of all the bots and what's up with the bots. Turns out the bots weren't from Twitter. They were from your own government, right? So that, so, so we know this, we know that Twitter had to bend its own rules to suspend a president of the United States because they could not come up under their own T's and C's where he actually violated that information. We also know that multiple, multiple employees who were formerly with, guess where? The FBI went to work where? At Twitter. And the Twitter general counsel also happened to be the former general counsel of the FBI who went to court and had to plead and testify against someone in the FBI, citing that he took what he knew was opposition research about a presidential candidate that he knew was made up and brought it to the director's office. What we also know is that the federal government was, and this is according to an internal email, paying Twitter to censor accounts. 
So help me understand this, guys. Our own government is taking taxpayer money to limit free speech. So do you know what the term for all this is? It is PSYOP. Yes. That's this why, is, that's this why is I PSYOPs. said that's why I said PSYOPs in the monologue. Yep. This is hundred percent PSYOPs. We've done this for those of you out there reading or hearing that think, well, you know, our government would never do this. We've done this for a long right. time. There are people who believe that the world as they see it, they think it's real. It's not. Right. Because they see it through the, the lens of Twitter and believe that the bots, what's made up by our government, what is paid for by our government to be censored, to be put into a hole, and then what is also paid for by our government to be amplified that is not true, they're all out there. We're going to go farther down this road when we come back. Sam's giving me the finger in the corner when we continue on Implicit Bias. Can't find an Uber or Lyft? Luxury Limo of Lafayette offers scheduled pickups and drop-offs and even airport transportation in style. Get dropped off and picked up in their luxurious 12-passenger Mercedes-Benz Sprinter with limo-style interior or their Cadillac Escalade SUV. Reserve a sleek black town car for a night out with friends or dinner with your sweetheart. That's Luxury Limo of Lafayette, 565-4385 or LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. Spoil yourself to luxury with Luxury Limo of Lafayette. William S. Nicole Jewelry has been serving the Acadiana area for over 40 years now. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding sets, the most extensive in-store selection Acadiana has to offer. Waterford Crystal, Swarovski Crystal, and a complete Pandora Jewelry shop and shop right on the showroom floor. In-house jewelry repairs and a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. When you want bigger, better diamonds for less, when you want quality merchandise at affordable prices, shop local. Shop William S. Nacol Jewelry, 3802 Johnson Street, Lafayette. Let us bust your nuts. We promise you'll be satisfied. At Hightort, we have over 50 years of industrial and specialty bolting experience. With industry-leading technology, our expert team can help you with all of your industrial bolting applications. Hightort provides 24-7 assistance to optimize safety, improve quality, and make scheduling easy. Find us at HighTorque.com or call 225-663-0345. We have offices in Lafayette, Baton Rouge, Bossier, and Lake Charles. HighTorque, busted nuts for over 50 years. Attention Acadiana, have you been to the Rustic Renegade, Acadiana's only true men's emporium? The Rustic Renegade has it all. Special items for that man cave, special coffee blends, unique gifts and grooming items, and best of all, Acadiana's only simulated range where you can shoot not only targets, but you can shoot scenarios. Why spend a fortune on ammunition? You can become better at what you like to do. At the Rustic Renegade, knives, guns, guns, accessories, and the experts to handle it all. That's the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast of Angeline 3. Hey Acadiana, I'm Kathleen Terrio with Next Home Cutting Edge Realty. I know realtors seem to be on every corner, but the good ones aren't. I promise to give you top-notch customer service that includes honesty, availability, and professionalism. If you're looking for a realtor you can trust and is available during your most important purchase, call me, Kathleen, where the service goes beyond the closing day. For all your commercial needs, investment properties, or your next home, call Kathleen with Next Home Cutting Edge Realty, 337-412-1536. That's 337-412-1536. Or find me on the web searching Kathleen Terrio Realtor. Drink Kacheri's Coffee, the official coffee of implicit bias. Available at La Creperie on Collie's Saloon, at the Rustic Renegade, Automotive Gear on Judson Walsh and Opelousas, and the Chill House, the dessert destination in Maurice. Kacheri's Coffee, the official coffee of implicit bias. 
Welcome into the final segment of hour one of this week's episode of Implicit Bias. Merry Christmas, our Christmas Eve episode. Rolling it out. St. Nick drops in in hour two, but in hour one, to end out this hour, we got presents. We got full-on presents here in the TSPL, and for that, we're going to have to turn to the man across the table. He is Caleb Morris. He's sitting over there marveling at, at this gift that he opened, and he said, I was told I had to open it on the air. So we didn't actually open it on the air. We wanted to get a video of it, um, and with some of Caleb's friends, you never know if it's airworthy or not. So we wanted to make sure that we were good to go, but Caleb, Tell us about the present that you have sitting across the table, which is absolutely fantastic. You know, I've had a shot before, but never this way. It's uh, So it's a double decanter, I think would be the best way to put this. Um, And I think that the, the best way, have you all ever seen, was it 3,000 Miles to Graceland? Yep. No. No? Um, was it, who was it? Was it not Kevin? Was it Kevin Costner? Is that the one where they robbed the bank and they were all dressed like Elvis? <laughs> they, yeah, well, they all think they're descendants of Elvis. Yeah. And uh, it's he who has the chrome makes the rules. So now I've got two 1911 decanters with six shots, little little derringers. Yeah, bigger than a shot. Yeah, it's it's three ounces each. I would I would think. Oh, looking at it's it. they're they're at least yeah. they're at least three. They yeah. might be closer to four. Looking at the volume on. And this this is definitely a cool. This is the coolest decanter set I've seen. And look, I love the presentation. Right, it's got the tray with the stand, mm-hmm. so you can sit your. Faux 1911s, yeah. right? Uh, you can. I mean, it even has rear sights. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> it's got grips on one side. Yeah, oh, and 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 we must give we must give Ritter credit. So for those who didn't catch who's in the TSPL this week, if you're just tuning in in the last segment of this hour, we've got Burley Short, poor Pellerin, Sam in the corner. Of course, you heard the voice of the rustic renegade himself, Caleb Morse. And to my left, we have Lee Ritter. Ritter came up with a fantastic idea with what Caleb should do with the two pistol decanters. And an infinity bottle. Was that the, was that the, uh, the Oh, idea? yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the idea. I mean, I was waiting <laughs> for something like, else. I'm not that's sure what, what the... Where's he going? Yeah, yeah. yeah, no. I was waiting for you to take the, the microphone away from me, but it stayed there. Yeah, Ritter, yeah. you know, not recognizing that it's his turn to talk, because he's always like, well, I never get talked. You can always call me well, that's because he's always talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what, exa- what exactly is an infinity bottle? Yeah, okay, so so here's... And, and I'm glad we went into this. Here, here. An infinity bottle is a blend that is your own private blend. So as you drink out of a bottle of bourbon, you get just enough at the end that's not really enough to pour, so it's not a full pour out of that bottle. So what you do is you put it in an infinity bottle. And then when you drink a different bottle, you get there, you add to your infinity bottle that little bit extra until you fill it up and you've got a blend of everything you've consumed and everything you've had on your bar. Potentially. Yeah. Well, not everything, right. but, but a, cool a lot of what you've had on your bar. So there's two. So he can like do like a couple months, let it go, let it kind of sit and mellow, yeah. mix, because it will change over time, and then start the second one. So that's the cool thing about having two 1911s <laughs> is that you can yeah. you can kind of do them at, you know, next to each other, but like go, hey, we're going left hand, right hand, left hand, right hand, whatever he's going to do. Great, cool. This is a very cool setup. Great, great this conversation be cool piece, for this sure. This is going to be great in the shop. Oh, yeah. And what's really outstanding about an infinity bottle is a lot of times your infinity bottle, because it is blended, ends up being the best bottle that you have on your bar. They are fantastic drinks when you have them. I mean, just outstanding. And on top of that, you can get a little nostalgic with them. Right. Right? Because, you know, for example, at home, my wife and I, 
we know kind of what's in it. And you have that chance to say, look, this is something that you really cannot get anywhere else. Yeah. It is truly unique. Did you just say for true? I I was going to say for sure. And then I said true because you threw that in. But for sure. Yes. Um, Very unique. Absolutely outstanding, and and we're repackaging this. Yeah, I yeah, guess so we need I'm, to do this like during we're going over the, the episode. Styrofoam, right? Yeah. yeah. As, <laughs> as, as like a little kid with a Christmas gift, he's like, I, know, I gotta save it. I gotta make sure right I don't now. lose any of my parts. And then I can't, can play with it later. Right now, yes, we're doing it right now. Yeah, this and this is, is what ADD looks like. This <laughs> is how crazy this is because Caleb like almost yanks all the headphones off. So we're we're like we're basically live right now. You know, we could pause this, but instead we're gonna we're gonna keep going. They could because we're live. They could do this when we're done with this segment but yeah it's this okay is, why is there are they involved with this, this is because what it's you're like helping him. to be in my head that's what it, my head is like this it's like oh look a piece of candy yeah that lee was helping me right, squirrel let's get, back, let's get back on track here right, so I, i'm because now i'm enjoying this whiskey and okay, why so go ahead why am i enjoying this whiskey because i put a drop of this well no not that not yet yeah. but i'm getting there but i put a drop of this kentucky bourbon mixing water so it, it's kentucky limestone water you it can is. order it online yep. and have it shipped in and i recommend you all do this because if you want to try whiskey i think the right way try it neat get yourself a great glass like these uh heavy rock tumblers which by the way you can get where at the rustic but pour your pour yourself pour pour right. yourself a drink go ahead and, and like we sold so many of these for christmas because people, the people who listen to this were like, you know what? Now's a chance. Now's, now's the time to buy them. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, get yourself a good tumbler, a good, a good glass, and try your whiskey neat. But then expand your horizons a little bit. Don't go pour a bunch of ice in it. Don't go mix it with something else. Put a drop. And Lee and I both jumped in here with a couple of drops of this Kentucky water, limestone water, in this in this. Woodford Reserve Kentucky Straight Malt Whiskey, which we weren't all over the top no, about. Three, it three, was two okay. split green. We we enjoyed it moderately. This is good now. It's made it what do you, it's, what it's do you think it, it did? Because I, I completely agree with you that it's a lot better now. What do you think? I, I so don't, t- I'll I tell. No, so, I, I think it it took away a little bit of that sweetness because that the sweetness was bothering me. Well, let's let's go to Ritter because he apparently has something he wants no, to say. All I want to say is it just <laughs> mellowed it out. Why is it got to be about it like this the whole show? This is gonna be wild because it's there. because it's not well, often that you're here. That's right. Thank right. You. So it's like a, it's like the kid from down the street. We're gonna invite him into the playroom and then we're gonna make fun of him. Well, you're you're yeah, you're yeah, the pledge, right? You're 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 our pledge, and they can't do that to our pledges. Only we can do that to our. Right. <laughs> no, but I'm going to tell you, yes, me and Burley were talking about it off air. It was kind of like, yeah, oh, about it. And I was like, look, I'm going to get the water. Total game changer. Still yeah. not going to buy the bottle, but I'm enjoying it <laughs> He a still lot. won't buy it. Sticking to his guns. Sticking to his guns. And look, Sam, get your button ready. Because <laughs> the more we talked about it, and every time we talked about this water, I was like, you know what? That's straight up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not. Like, this This water, and it's it's... I don't know what it is about this water because I've done regular tap water, filter water. So I can fill you in on this it. makes a difference. Last so, week he spit in our cups. <laughs> I, I told him I got the bottle is what it was. So here's here's the the premise behind the Kentucky limestone water. This is the same water that's used to distill the bourbon, right? Or to distill the whiskey in this case. So because it's the water used to distill it, what you get is right. You get the evaporate the evaporate 
off of the the cook, right? The mash that goes through the coil or the column, it condenses and you get basically pure alcohol almost. It goes into the the barrel, right? And you've got a mixture at some point of water and alcohol that a lot of times the alcohol overpowers because that's where all your flavor comes from is the alcohol. But because it's cooked in Kentucky limestone water, when you add the limestone water back to it, it opens up the, the chemicals allegedly because it, it hits it and just makes it the base. Correct. It's it brings the back base the base. That's, that's a, that's a great way to summarize so Ritter, the length of garbage that I just spit out. <laughs> Ritter, Ritter, I want you, I want you to get to the point where you say that you would buy this. Here's why. How, how awesome of an experiment would this be to have guests over at your house? You say, Hey, try this. And then 20 minutes later, you say, okay, now try it now with a little bit of this. This is one of those things where we, in our role here, can show and demonstrate to people how to enjoy, drink, and experiment with different whiskeys and bourbons. Okay, under that premise, it probably would be bought. Because I have a group of friends that we See, do, do we do, do lineups, right? But under that <laughs> you premise... Just said, you just said doo-doo. <laughs> we do we do, do. do. <laughs> see i told you the whiskey is on your breath oh man. no um so we i have a i have a group of guys that we get together anywhere from like three three to three to seven and and we do similar things we pick stuff and we it's like store buys whatever so, so this here's, would be something yes you're right this might be one of those maybe so i tell you what i guarantee the one that we're going to open in next hour very old saint nick dropping in merry christmas this is implicit bias. Can't find an Uber or Lyft? Luxury Limo of Lafayette offers scheduled pickups and drop-offs and even airport transportation in style. Get dropped off and picked up in their luxurious 12-passenger Mercedes-Benz Sprinter with limo-style interior or their Cadillac Escalade SUV. Reserve a sleek black town car for a night out with friends or dinner with your sweetheart. That's Luxury Limo of Lafayette, 565-4385 or LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. Spoil yourself to luxury with Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Hey, Acadiana. I'm Kathleen Terrio with Next Home Cutting Edge Realty. I know realtors seem to be on every corner, but the good ones aren't. I promise to give you top-notch customer service that includes honesty, availability, and professionalism. If you're looking for a realtor you can trust and is available during your most important purchase, call me, Kathleen, where the service goes beyond the closing day. For all your commercial needs, investment properties, or your next home, call Kathleen with Next Home Cutting Edge Realty. 337-412-1536. That's 337-412-1536. Or find me on the web searching Kathleen Terrio Realtor. Let us bust your nuts. We promise you'll be satisfied. At Hightort, we have over 50 years of industrial and specialty bolting experience. With industry-leading technology, our expert team can help you with all of your industrial bolting applications. Hightort provides 24-7 assistance to optimize safety, improve quality, and make scheduling easy. Find us at HighTorque.com or call 225-663-0345. We have offices in Lafayette, Baton Rouge, Bossier, and Lake Charles. HighTorque, busted nuts for over 50 years. Drink Kacheri's Coffee, the official coffee of implicit bias. Available at La Creperie on Collie's Saloon, at the Rustic Renegade, Automotive Gear on Judson Walsh and Opelousas, and the Chill House, the dessert destination in Maurice. Kacheri's Coffee, the official coffee of implicit bias. <laughs> 
Attention Acadiana, have you been to the Rustic Renegade, Acadiana's only true men's emporium? The Rustic Renegade has it all. Special items for that man cave, special coffee blends, unique gifts and grooming items, and best of all, Acadiana's only simulated range where you can shoot not only targets, but you can shoot scenarios. Why spend a fortune on ammunition? You can become better at what you like to do. At the Rustic Renegade, knives, guns, guns, accessories, and the experts to handle it all. That's the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast of Angelin Thruway. Ho, ho, ho. Welcome back to the Christmas Eve episode of Implicit Bias. I'm your host, Kavon Bordelon. We have the crew here in the TSPL, and we actually have a very special guest. Very old St. Nick here with us in the TSPL. For those who know, you know. Very old St. Nick, a craft rye whiskey. And let me walk you through kind of what we're actually dealing with here in the TSPL. And while I grab the bottle and try and pry it away out of the greedy hands of somebody who's here in the TSPL, let me actually get the bottle. And here we go. Estate Reserve. 117.4 proof. Very old St. Nick. Cask Strength. Summer Rye Whiskey. Let me introduce you to the crew here in the TSPL. First, to my right, sitting in the chair of intoxication, he is Burley, short, poor Pelleram. Burley, you're a rye guy. I am a rye guy. I'm a rye guy. This is, this is outstanding. Is, is, this, that, is that, are you that speechless that I, that's all I you am, can say? I, I, I'm, <laughs> this okay, is at the, this is at the top of my enjoyment level of any whiskey I've, I've first tasted. I'll tell you that. Really? I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I'm, I'm glad I, that I really am. I, this is, this is, I, I was intrigued by the bottle reading the, reading the, the, this, the, the, the label, but this taste is, um, this is outstanding. Easily the most enjoyable first taste I've had. Okay. In the corner, Sam Stokes of Better Boot Productions. I mean, a million miles away from the first one we tasted. Uh, Okay, we're not comparing it to the first one. Tell me, do you like this? I'm not comparing it to the first one. I just tried to. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Compare it to to everything else you've had, right? There's there's an adjective I have that is really weird and unusual, but I, I keep coming back to it. There's like a creaminess to this whiskey. I don't know what it is. It's like a, 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 just a smoothness. Um, I, I, it, it goes, I mean, when you said it was 117 proof or whatever the numbers you said were, I cannot believe that. Yeah, that one seven, unbelievable. 117.4. This is one of the smoother, more rich whiskeys that I've had. Um, I'm still kind of trying to wrap my mind around what exactly it is I'm tasting. Um, it, it feels like there's like a, like a vanilla or like a creme brulee or like a... Um, I don't know. Uh, what's what's the stuff that's in um in uh king cakes? Bavarian cream, like like that. No, kinda, no, that's uh, a pastry. That's a Danish. That's not a king cake. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to start that conversation. But there's that kind of just like uh, creamy, luscious richness to it that is just uh, unlike any whiskey I've ever had before. Sam, I, look, I I got to give you credit on the vocabulary because the the word I think that you pulled out that I'm going yes. When you said luscious, this this drink is absolutely luscious. So so much so that 
Lee Ritter has commandeered the microphone already. He's ready to chime in. Caleb's studiously taking notes. Um, He's like in a library. He's got everything going down. (laughs) He comes back to he's studying the bottle. So I'm going to let the man do his thing. Um, So give him a few minutes here. But no, the color is awesome. Let me just say that. It's like a that's a real light amber, maybe a little hint of red in it. But it is it is a beautiful color. It looks lighter than it tastes. It does. Um, Agreed. it, 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 It tastes thick which is what I like. I have a lot of cinnamon. Thick with two C's? Yep, thick. Yes. Double T, thick. And <laughs> uh, let me go to my higher voice. Um, No, but it's good. It's really good. I enjoy it. And I know good is the word that no one likes to hear in here. But, <clears throat> you know, for me, when I tell my friends, like, hey, it's good, y'all know, like, hey, this, this is go time type stuff. This is go time type stuff. I, I mean, for me, this is a top seven, top five type taste off the bottle. Again, smelled it a bunch, swirled it. Looks awesome. This is one I'm going to enjoy with the fellas right here. Absolutely. All right, Caleb, the the in-house, and we, we kind of give him the title because he's like the one. We know we know how he likes his whiskeys. He likes them aggressive. He likes rye, and he's the one actually filling out the notes in the Implicit Bias Whiskey Tasting Journal, which, by the way, you can get on Amazon. Just go search it. It's like $7.99. We're taking over the world one whiskey journal at a time. Whenever, whenever you said 117 proof, I was like, there's no way. This is like 105, maybe. So smooth. So rich. It's like a, like a cream soda bourbon. The vanilla, the little bit of spice. It's just a little nutty. It, it, the smokiness is it's strange, but it's just amazing. This is your wife. The night after she opens her Fredericks of Hollywood lingerie. <laughs> because it looks so damn good. And you know you're going to enjoy every last drop. So I brought back to something that you actually mentioned. And outside of the imagery, which you're not right. You're not wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but when you said a hint of cream soda. So if you remember, some of you will remember, we had a whiskey called Obtainium mm-hmm. here on the show. And Obtainium came in at like 132 proof, and it was sweet. Like, it tasted like cream soda in alcohol. And this is like... This is like that, but they pulled the flavor out of it, so you get depth, and you get context, and you get that, that luxurious, like, you know, Sam said, you get that luxurious, just, it's... It's on the palate. He didn't say luxury. He said luscious. Luscious. He luscious. said luscious. But it is, it is also luxurious, right? You get just, just so much more with this. And it, look, it, it's not a cheap bottle. Let's, let's be very upfront. Well, look, there's not much that I'm like, you know what? I would, I would trade my Masterson's for. Oh yeah. This oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm Absolutely. not even thinking about it. This is <laughs> two for yeah. one. Oh man. I, yeah. Oh one, yeah. Easy. Done. Done. I got you. Let me oh, just yeah. say this. This so the bottle we were drinking before came in at a little over 90 proof. Correct. This is nearly 30 proof higher. And yeah. it drinks every, every bit, every bit as easy as that 90 something proof. This is unheard of at 117, 118 proof. So smooth. We, we have is. we have sampled, let's see, over a hundred and forty yeah. bottles on this show. Right, yeah. we're we're over one forty at this point. We have not had anything over a hundred and I don't think we've had anything over a hundred 
that drinks this smooth. This may be the we've smoothest. The we've had a the couple. Yeah. We did the mm. on the this, we've had a couple. Yes, the Booker's on Veterans. The Senator. Yeah, the, the Booker's senator, really good. The Senator's good. Senator good. Okay, hold So Ritter's talking and doesn't have a microphone, not realizing that you, you've got to wait your turn. <laughs> you know, he could rest his beard right here, <laughs> and we could have Velcro beard. And, and, Caleb, and Caleb trying to give visuals, not realizing we're on radio. What about, what about this, guys? Nobody's All right, so hold on. This. Sam, there's... There's a quality to it where it seems to, um, I, I, I don't know, I, I don't want to use the word syrup, but it seems to like leave a coating on your tongue. Viscous. viscous. That's viscous. what they call it. it the yeah. this, the flavor stays with you yes. in it a way viscous. that, first of all, you're it, reflecting on it and enjoying the flavor, but also inviting you for more. It, it stays in hands. You want to do it in fifth time? When, when, viscous, you, said, viscous. Yeah. when you said creme brulee earlier, think of, think of that. That torch on top yes, of on yes. top of that, and if you if you licked just that little burnt flavor on the yeah, top, yeah, that's that's this exactly, Burley. But I got it so good. First of all, just does half the listenership know what Fredericks is that Caleb mentioned? <laughs> yeah, I gotta come yeah. back to that for half yeah. a half minute. Yeah, yeah. If they, they know, do. They're googling it. They hopefully they, they do. Want to make sure half the they do. <laughs> so so let's there. let's talk about how you find a bottle like this. And and number one, get real lucky. Number two, know someone. So we were actually going to have the person who helped me get this on the show. And when I say help me get this, literally, this person sent this to me. John Mode, Dania Beach Bourbon Club, right outside of Miami, last year, right after Christmas, got this to me. And I'm like, yes, yes. And, and Sam's the one handling all of the special effects, so Sam is the one making sure, and he's, he's got that round of applause for John Mode. We're going to have John on uh, probably in January. And John is actually talking about driving in from... Love South of Miami Dude, to that. come to the show. I did that a few weeks ago. It's all good. Is this why you told me to drop off a gift at someone's mailbox? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That was completely different. Okay, okay. Stay away from my daughter. Anyway, <laughs> what, what John did by sending this, and this came, I got this, what, right after Christmas last year, and I said, you know, if we're going to appreciate what bourbon really is and what rye whiskey is and, and what our weekly whiskey is all about, it's all about enjoying the conversation, who you share the bottle with, and what you remember. This is one of those that I don't know that anybody's gonna forget. Everybody's gonna go, man, that old, yeah. that very old this, Saint Nick. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like this that, is one of those. Like I mean, I'm just kind of thinking like my guys, you know, like yeah, Brian, Dustin, Tim, you know, got some Daniel, out. yeah, all these little guys, you know, that we 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 meet, you know, we we're yeah. talking about off here, like this Gavin, would be one Brennan, of those, Tyler. all those guys, yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, Caleb's got the same crew. Like, you're just thinking about, like, man, I'd like to have this with those, that little group. This would be the group I'd take this out for. Yeah. No one else even knows I have this. But I'm going to come out and go, hey, guys, look, tonight's the night. Look, I mean, we have a little Friendsgiving deal, and I brought out Blood Oath Pack 7 and, and shared it with some people. This is one of those, you know, and I didn't preface it. They, they, they took their sip as a shot, and I was kind of appalled. But this right here, I'd be like, hold up, boys. Yeah, let me give you, don't, let don't me give you the it. warning. Take the time yes. and enjoy every sip. Like over here, no one here has made it through no, one glass because everybody's no. going, yep, mm-hmm, yeah. yep, uh-huh. I mean, just like and on top I mean, of everybody's that, nodding. This is so good. Look, sometimes what's in the bottle isn't worth what you pay for it. 
sometimes. This one. Yeah. Retail. I mean, you see anywhere from one hundred and twenty to one hundred and eighty dollars a bottle. I've seen that. I've also seen secondary prices in the three to four hundred dollars range. This is one that when you open it, you're like, it's worth every penny. Absolutely. Worth every single penny because this is this craft. Dare I say it's bespoke, right? Dare I say it's bespoke. Yeah, so for for those who haven't seen Confess Fletch, there's a great joke in there about the word bespoke. No, this is this is a timeless whiskey. This is what making whiskey is about. That's where you want to go. So we're going to stop there for a second because we have more guests coming into the TSPL that Sam doesn't even know about at this point. Uh, we're going to go open the back door to the TSPL. We're going to usher them in, and we're going to continue when we come back with more of your implicit bias. If you want to know about cigars and pipes and pipe tobacco and more, you need Rene Girard, Acadiana Certified Master Tobacconist from Piper's Haven, 3916 West Congress Road, between Adrian's and Gilbo Road. All right, you've got it all, Rene. Yeah, you know, we need to hurry up and make this commercial because I need to go back and sit on the porch. Yeah, It's right? perfect porch sitting weather. We got a pot of gumbo cooking in the back, and I mean, you know, it just, we got to go eat and sit on the porch. And talk about <laughs> all the world's problems. Solve all the world's problems. I like it. All right, tell me all the stuff you got at Piper Saving. Well, we got 553 square foot humidor loaded with cigars. I have pipe tobaccos, pipes, lighters, cutters, ashtrays, pocket knives, Lamberger lamps, and a bag of chips. I love it. Is it a tasty bag of chips? Yes. That's what I heard. It's all ruffles. That. They have ridges. Uh huh. <laughs> Delicious <laughs> chips, all the fine tobacco, and great cigars at Piper's Haven, 3916 West Congress, between Adrian Supermarket and Gilbo Road. William S. Nicole Jewelry has been serving the Acadiana area for over 40 years now. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding sets, the most extensive in-store selection Acadiana has to offer. Waterford Crystal, Swarovski Crystal, and a complete Pandora Jewelry Shop and Shop right on the showroom floor in-house jewelry repairs, and a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. When you want bigger, better diamonds for less, when you want quality merchandise at affordable prices, shop local. Shop William S. Nacole Jewelry, 3802 Johnson Street, Lafayette. Men want to look like men. That means when it's time for a fresh cut, men go where men go. All-American Barbering. Licensed barber Nick Duplishan and the staff at All-American Barbering do it right. From old school haircuts to straight razor shaves to beard trim and shaping, even boys look like men after a cut from All-American Barbering. A veteran-owned business, All-American Barbering is located in Broussard at 807 Albertsons Parkway, Suite B. Schedule your appointment to look like a man at their website, allamericanbarbering.com. Remember, men, when you want to look like a man, go to Broussard. Go to All-American Barbering. Attention Acadiana, have you been to the Rustic Renegade? Acadiana's only true men's emporium. The Rustic Renegade has it all. Special items for that man cave. Special coffee blends. Unique gifts and grooming items. And best of all, Acadiana's only simulated range where you can shoot not only targets, but you can shoot scenarios. Why spend a fortune on ammunition? You can become better at what you like to do. At the Rustic Renegade. Knives, guns, guns, accessories, and the experts to handle it all. That's the Rustic Renegade 2840. Northeast of Angeline Thruway. Use your implicit bias. Mention implicit bias when you call Luxury Limo and save 20% off of your booking. Don't forget, mention implicit bias and save 20% off your booking with Luxury Limo of Lafayette. 
part six of this week's episode of Implicit Bias. That means we're in the second hour, which is brought to you by Piper Saving, 3916 West Congress. And yes, Renee is open on Christmas Eve because, you know, Renee lives at the shop, basically. I mean, he's got, what, a 553-square-foot humidor that you can walk into, find whatever it is you need. So guess what? When you're looking for that something special for someone special, especially as, you know, we're getting cold this weekend. I mean, it's supposed to be bitter cold. Some people want that cigar to just warm themselves up, give themselves a nice Christmas drink, a nice Christmas cigar, kick back, relax. You can find all of that. Well, not the drink, but you can find the cigar at Piper's Haven. Go ask Renee Girard, Acadiana, Louisiana's only certified master tobacconist. We actually are just, I mean, it's, it's a Christmas miracle here on Implicit Bias this week because not only did we have a present in hour one that was given to Caleb Morse, we had presents here in hour two because Randy Daniel of La Pizzeria stopped by, fed the crew here in the TSPL. Randy, welcome in, and he's like shying away from the microphone and Burley's sliding it over. Randy, you've been here before. Don't be shy. Well, it's good to be here. Thank you. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate the delicious pizzas that you brought us. So first of all, you got to tell us about what you brought, because I had two of the three and absolutely fantastic. So uh, we brought, I brought three of our most popular, of course. One's our, our meatball pizza, our handmade meatballs with a, a little ricotta, red sauce, and cheese. And then our, uh, our Katiana pizza, which uh, is surprising. It's got a little bit of uh, feta cheese in there with some pepperonis, jalapenos. And a little drizzle of honey, so it gives you get that honey on that back end, which is amazing. And then uh, the last one we brought, our, uh, one of our most really popular, is the Dumond, which is going to be uh, it's going to have the pepperoni, the ground beef, the Italian sausage, and of course, your trivecta, the the white onions, the bell peppers, and the mushrooms. All three. I mean, it just you know, y'all are drinking some good whiskey. I figured y'all could use some good pizza. Uh, we really appreciate it because let me tell you that Acadian. I, you know, I was like, all right, I'm I'm not so sure, but I'm gonna try because. The individual things all sound fantastic, but I was like, I don't know that they go on a pizza. And then I had a bite, and I was like, oh, they do. Well, you and I are a lot of like we've talked about this. I'm a naturalist. I'm a, a pepperoni pizza is my go-to, and I think you're the same way. But uh, I, knowing that, I brought three, and knowing that you'd like at least the meatball, I know it'd be a home run for you. So. Uh, absolutely, the Acadian was absolutely a home run because, to your point, we're naturalists, but it was still simple, straightforward, delicious, beautiful. Fantastic. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you. I'm we appreciate it. it. And if you're looking for something to grab, I'm sure you're open this Saturday, Christmas Eve, right? Till, till two o'clock. Okay. So if you're looking for lunch mm-hmm. and you're listening on terrestrial radio, you got time. You can hit La Pizzeria, which, by the way, is going to bypass a lot of the traffic. If you're heading south on Ambassador Caffrey, you can stop right there, pull in, grab yourself a little lunch. Tell Randy you said hi from your implicit bias. So Randy, we appreciate you. Thank you. It was my pleasure. We are diving in and Randy, uh, we're going to about to get ratings on this very old St. Nick cask strength, summer rye whiskey. You were the first one who was like, Oh, it's a little stiff. What are your thoughts after you've had a couple sips of this now? It, it, I, I've eased into it a little bit. Uh, I, I think y'all had a little pregame before me, so it made it a little easier, uh, <laughs> but I think it's, it's a very, very good rye cask strength whiskey. Uh, I enjoy it. Uh, like I told you, I'd personally rather it with a little uh, ice cube in there just a little bit. But uh, I'm sitting here without hesitation, sipping on it pretty easily. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you a couple drops of Kentucky straight limestone water. Are you, are right? you pulling that from your teat? 
It's uh, so you no. get, so you're, <laughs> no. giving, you're giving me some training wheels. <clears throat> it's a little bit of training it, wheels, but not, no, it's not training wheels. It's I don't know what it, what to call it. It it just ah, it's it it makes things better. It, it should it levels it out just a little bit. It yeah. should open it up, give you a little more of the flavor that's in it. But uh, this one, uh, we're gonna go ahead and get a rating on it. I mean, I'm I, I kind of know where this is gonna land, and if you listen to the last segment on the radio, you kind of know where it's gonna land too. But Burley, we'll start with you, short pour, sitting in the chair of intoxication. Where does this hit on the Morse Whiskey rating code? This is the bluest blue I've ever had. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to take what's left of that if I can pry it out of your hand. No, here. you are not. Right. And I'm bigger than you are, Kavon. Yeah, guess what? I'm, I'm, I'm armed. We're good. <laughs> so am I. To, to be, I think we all are, aren't Probably, we? Probably, yeah. We, I think we all are. But no, this is... This is absolutely the best whiskey that I've had on the show. I'm, I will I will say that unabashedly. It is the best whiskey I've had on the show. I'm a rye guy. This is this is for me. It's not for everybody, but this is this is for me. This is the best whiskey I've had. Sam, what are your thoughts? It's a, that's a tough one to follow, man. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, Burley's, th- Burley's threatening murder for yeah. this one, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> Go there. <laughs> I mean, it is it is definitely a blue for me. It is uh, the pinnacle of whatever this brand of or this um, this lane of whiskey is. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah, this is. I don't know if I would go as far as to say it's the best I've ever had on the show. Um, maybe that's something I'll reflect on tomorrow, and maybe I'll revisit that at a you're, later you're date. Also, you're also here every single week, which Burley doesn't always Tell get me about that, it, no. right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Well, Sam, to be fair, I'm Sam, not here every week. Look, Sam, if you'd like to be replaced, that can be arranged. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> But yeah, I mean, this is this is in the upper echelon of whiskeys. It's like uh, it's like Caleb always says, man. If you got some good food and some good whiskey, and you got the WNBA on the screen, like you're having a good night. <laughs> yeah, because Sam's the one in charge of the remote. Just so you know. All right, Caleb. D- do y'all remember the worst Batman movie ever? It had uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Yes, as Mister Freeze. What? George George Clooney is Batman. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris O'Donnell is Robin. It was terrible. Yeah, it was it was horrible. Puns. What's that? Huh? He had all the puns. I, yeah. Yeah, he had all the puns. But what color was his suit? I think it was blue. As blue as can be. <laughs> and this is what a blue is, hands down, no questions asked. This is amazing. This, thank God, I have a bottle. I was about to say, and thank you God. and you actually saw the bottle and went, yeah. I have one no, of those. That's a perfect time to dang it. Perfect time. That was yeah. perfect timing perfect on the bell. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, I've been saving a bottle since last year, and uh, I got to sample yours before I finished mine. So, Ritter? It's a blue, for sure. <laughs> I love the way he eats it. It's a blue. Like, maybe it wasn't. No, I didn't even consider any of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. It's really fine. It's the, I don't have this one. I'm I'm uh, a little younger in some at the table, and I do like rye not as much as probably everyone else. Man, probably more than Sam in the corner, but it'll grow on me, you know. And <laughs> Sam uh, just gave you the finger, and it yeah, wasn't the one minute. I know. Finger. <laughs> well, I mean, I appreciate that from him. Deep <laughs> thoughts and all, but um, this is really good. I, I like it, man. I, I I don't have one of these on my shelf. And I'd like to, I'd like to find one of these. And y'all, I mean, I hunt, I hunt hard. Um, 
this is this is awesome. Uh, thank you for sharing. Well, I'll say that. Thank you. And and here's what this really reminds me of, and it's this: you can have all the best stuff in the world on the shelf. You can have all these great bottles on the shelf. If you never crack it, open. enjoy it with people that are special to you. It, somebody might want to collect it. They might want to put it on their shelf. But to me, it's worthless if you never use it for what it's intended for. Whiskey, by the way, once it's in the bottle, that 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 age mark or whatever, it doesn't get better no. in the bottle. It's Just not like remember, wine. Remember that. It does not get better in the bottle. Well, and there are people out there who collect them just to say they have, have it, right? Well, keep and, the bottle. Yeah, keep the Drink bottle. Drink it. Drink it and but then keep the bottle. The fact that I get to enjoy a whiskey like this with, with gentlemen like y'all is just phenomenal. And the fact that I have a spare bottle of this <laughs> set aside that I, I have literally been saving for a year because you, th- there's another group of people. Yeah. You, you, can't, you can't see it, folks, yeah. but I'm literally <laughs> flipping him the bird right now because I don't have said bottle. And look, you know, it, it's, it's phenomenal to enjoy this with y'all. And, and I'm really fortunate that I have a bottle that I've, I've saved for a year to have with another group of people too. And I've set it aside, and it just happened to work out the perfect time. Because, man, I, I, a whiskey like this, if you drink it by yourself, it's worthless. Yeah. Oh, my God, Burley. Why would you do that? That's just wrong. Whoops. That is just wrong. Anyway, this very old St. Nick cask strength summer rye whiskey Look, the, the reason that I'm, I'm getting somewhat protective of it here is because we talked about sharing this with, with special people. And Mrs. Implicit Bias, absolutely, my wife is going to adore this. And I know she will, right? So it's one of those things that we do to say we got to hold it for, for people that are special. We want to share, right? And it's why I've shared with everybody here in the TSPL this yeah. week. Uh, but this, this is one of those that... Um, yeah, she's she's gonna well, end up getting so some. So far, of this. the guys at the table have <clears throat> left you uh, substantial amounts of pours, so oh, yeah. you two can enjoy not just a taste, which is nice, and you can play naughty or nice with her. That's up to you. But this is an awesome bottle, and I'm thanking you for letting me have a. Um, I took one taste, and uh, I thank you for that. No, appreciate that you're you're here, and appreciate everybody here in the TSPL. So, cheers to uh, to great whiskey, great friends. Sam in the corner. We'll even include you in this one. We're, we're talking about what we need for Christmas on this week's episode, and we've, we've gone down a couple of rabbit holes here, but the one that we kind of left off and we're going to go back to are the Twitter files. Because if you caught the segment in hour one, you got some basic facts, and please do not believe us. Please don't. Please don't believe me. Second guess me. Go find the information and read it for yourself and figure out whether I'm telling you the truth or whether I'm telling you at least the best that we can ascertain from emails that other people have written or the emails that came from people in Twitter themselves. But here's the bigger problem. Not only was the FBI reaching out ahead of time to censor stories to help one particular political candidate. At the same time, they were amplifying stories that were not true. So the FBI is engaged with Twitter. They've got their own private portal. They're paying Twitter to do their dirty work by censoring American citizens, which, by the way, I'm still trying to figure out how an attorney 
has not picked up a class action civil rights lawsuit against the FBI for their engagement in censorship, violation of the First Amendment civil right for every American, right? So they're engaging in censorship through Twitter. They are also amplifying mis- and disinformation. Sam, we're going to go long since you ran out of hard drive space or whatever it was that you did that jacked up that segment. Nobody knows that. Well, guess what? They do now. <laughs> so <laughs> so the, the point being, the PSYOP that is Twitter goes back to an axiom that we've talked about here on the show quite a bit, which is believe none of what you hear and only half of what you see. Because you never know who's manipulating the information on the back end. So, Caleb, to your point, now we have the FBI engaged in activity that is giving Americans a false sense of reality on purpose and keeping them from the truth on purpose. You've said we've done this just in different ways forever. If you want to take a second away from your phone and comment on this, I'd love to hear the intel because you were you were intelligence, correct? No, no, a good buddy of mine was in intelligence. Um, I scored high enough on my ass to do that, but I wanted to do cool stuff. Um, <laughs> nah, but um, I mean, we we've done a, a number of things from dropping off. We did paper flyers back during World War II. Uh, during Vietnam, we did flyers. We did music. Uh, we actually hired people to go behind lines and say certain rumors and stories. Propaganda. Propaganda. The Nazis uh, during World War II had the best propaganda machine, and that is actually where the rest of the, the world kind of molded their psyops from, is the Nazi propaganda machine. So let's talk about what the Nazis did, because that's a, that's a great conversation. They, they did radio and they did television and movies. Right. So, and that's where I was about to go, right? And Burley, you're, you're on it. Yeah. Goebbels, who I believe was the propaganda yeah. minister for right. the Nazis, Goebbels. was Goebbels was the first Goebbels. Goebbels, either way, he's a bad dude. Goebbels? Did no, Are no, that's not that? what he said. No, okay. that's not what Just he said. Making sure. Yeah, he was the first to say get pop culture involved, mm-hmm. involve artists, involve entertainers, because they will craft what it is we remember. So, if anybody's ever studied how we remember things. How adults learn. Anybody remember what it was called before the printing press, how we kept history? Because let's remember, before the printing press, only very select people knew how to read and write. So how did the masses keep history? Anybody know what that was called? Wasn't it through uh, bards? They, they So bards, yes, bards yeah. would travel the land. They oral would sing history, songs. It was called the oral yeah. tradition, right? Yeah. Yes, because we remember stories. Connect the dots, right? We remember what's in movies. We don't remember what's in books. We remember what's on TV and what's in music. We don't remember what we're lectured in college. And soon enough, your truth in your own mind becomes the truth. That's the psyop of Twitter. That is the shaping of an entire reality that a lot of people think, oh no, everybody thinks this because all the blue checks agreed with it. That's the point of the operation. The point of our operation is try and break that for you. Come back and bring you the Sam Stokes segment of this week's episode of Implicit Bonds. 
Don't be afraid of your dentist. State-of-the-art, comfortable, and affordable dental care is just minutes away. Dr. Patrick Breesey practices sedation dentistry while providing services, including dental implants and cosmetic makeovers. His brand new office in Rain houses the latest in dental technology, so you can have the most pleasant dental experience while receiving the best results. Visit his website at raindentist.com. That's R-A-Y-N-E-D-E-N-T-I-S-T dot com. Let your pictures say more than a thousand words with us at Nouveau Photo. I'm Danny Izo. Me and my wife, Mona, will help you preserve all your memories and pictures. At Nouveau Photo, we'll create beautiful portraits of your family, high school, college graduates, and even your pets. We can also offer group pictures for schools, churches, sports, communions, and confirmations. Let our family create memories for yours. Nouveau Photo. Find us online at nouveauphoto.com. That's N-O-U-V-E-A-U-P-H-O-T-E-A-U.com. Or call us at 337-233-1094. Nouveau Photo, for photos that last a lifetime. If you want to know about cigars and pipes and pipe tobacco and more, you need Rene Girard, Acadiana Certified Master Tobacconist from Piper's Haven, 3916 West Congress Road. Between Adrian's and Gilbo Road, all right, you've got it all, Rene. Yeah, you know, we need to hurry up and make this commercial because I need to go back and sit on the porch. Yeah, It's right? perfect porch sitting weather. We got a pot of gumbo cooking in the back, and I mean, you know, it's just we got to go eat and sit on the porch. And talk about <laughs> all the world's problems. So Solve all the world's problems. I like it. All right, tell me all the stuff you got at Piper's Haven. Well, we got 553 square foot humidor loaded with cigars. I have pipe tobaccos, pipes, lighters, cutters, ashtrays, pocket knives, Lamberger lamps, and a bag of chips. I love it. Is it a tasty bag of chips? Yes. That's what I heard. It's all ruffles. Of that. They have ridges. Uh-huh. <laughs> Delicious <laughs> chips, all the fine tobacco, and great cigars at Piper's Haven, 3916 West Congress, between Adrian's supermarket and Gilbo Road. Nobody likes to drive around in a grimy ride. Clean that car the Cajun way. Zydeco Ride and Shine Car Wash at 320 Willow and Cajun Car Wash at 510 Lafayette Street in Youngsville are there for you. Our facilities provide you with the best automatic car wash in the Acadiana area. Regulars get a bonus. Buy three washes at a location, get the fourth one free. Zydeco Ride and Shine and Cajun Car Wash. Keeping Acadiana's rides clean since 2014. Sam Stokes not doing his job, not keeping us on pace. I don't know what we pay Sam Stokes for. But anyway, this is back implicit bias. We are in the Sam Stokes segment, right, of this particular show. That means the penultimate segment, second to last of this week's episode. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. We are into our second weekly whiskey of the week. Weekly whiskey, meaning it in the yeah, week, right? Yeah. Yeah, so before you go further, I'm, I'm curious. Did you remember that, or did Sam tell you that we're in that segment? Oh, no, I remember that. Yeah, because last week he didn't say a, a word, and he was just like, all right, that's it, done, boom. See, that's because he's used to a professional running this show. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm, no, I'm okay with being amateur. No, dude, we're, we're <laughs> look, we, we like to joke on this show, and it's all self-deprecating because I would never say that and be serious. Like, literally, if you think that we're professionals on this show, thank you? Semi-pro? <laughs> Semi-pro? Semi- yeah, something like that. We are going down the route of Christmas gifts. We have had... Really, not just what we 
need, but we're getting what we want on this week's episode. Uh, hour two, by the way, brought to you by Piper Saving, 3916 West Congress. Thank you, Renee Gerard, Louisiana's only certified master tobacconist. There's still time to go hit the porch on a chilly Saturday. Grab a stogie and catch the last couple of segments of this week's episode of Implicit Bias. Trust me, we've got some stories. It's going to be worth your while. Hey, real quick, let me just say this. I was in there a couple of days ago. Okay, Mr. Pellerin. And um, his daughter, I, I forget her Bailey. name. Bailey. Bailey. If Gerard knows everything there is to know about cigars, he's pretty much given her all of the information that he needs to, to have her run his store when he's not there. He was there. I didn't know he was there. She took me around. She helped me out. I was trying to find some, something special for uh, a good friend of mine. She knows her stuff. He knows his stuff. His store is just amazing. So y'all, if, if you're looking for something and you don't know what you're looking for, in that realm, those people can help you, no doubt. You need to go visit and patronize them, for sure. Bailey is an awesome young lady. She's actually been on the show before, so it's fantastic that you say that. Love to hear that. And by the way, if you're looking to keep implicit bias on the air, visit the people who you hear advertised during the show. The Rustic Renegade across the table. Randy Daniel, who brought pizzas here from La Pizzeria. Uh, Lee Ritter of, of Ritter Consulting Services is here. Burley Pellerant, Zydeco Ride and Shine, Cajun Car Wash in, in Youngsville. He's also got Zydeco Ride and Shine right there on Willow. Help these sponsors keep this on the air because that's what makes this possible. Even down to those who need video production services, you know, book an hour. He'll stay for four. Sam Stokes <laughs> will absolutely ruin his hard drive to make you happy. I was going to say, bring an extra hard drive. <laughs> Just in case. And go ahead and hit the helium again. Just in case. I got all my Christmas gifts this year at Ritter Construct Consulting, so I appreciate that, Ritter. Well, we bring the heat, right? <laughs> so we are going down the avenues of truth that we have been looking for this year. And... There's been a lot said about fraudulent elections in this country. I am just thrilled that there is at least a court who's willing to say, let's put it out there. Let's at least hear what people have to say. That court is in Arizona. So for those who are not familiar with the scenario that, that went down, Carrie Lake was running for governor of Arizona. Her opponent, Katie Hobbs, was Secretary of State in Arizona. By the way, Secretary of State does what? Oversees elections. Katie Hobbs refused to step down. Now, there are those who say there's an election board and they are actually in the same party as Carrie Lake, right? Guess what? That election board, there's a lot out there about that election board. Go do the research on your own. <clears throat> Here's what we know. Upon recording this episode of Implicit Bias, they were in court having testimony on whether that election was carried out, carried out lawfully and legally in Arizona. So this comes from multiple sources. I mean, it, it's out there just everywhere. Maricopa County recorder Stephen Richard confirms chain of custody was broken on ballots. So essentially, they have no idea where these ballots came from. None. Zip zero. Nunca, nada, nothing. They know nothing. They are Schultz on this one, right? <clears throat> on top of that, all ballots that were delegated to a third party 
or a third lo- tar- third party location, Reicher admits or Richer admits are in violation of Arizona law. So how many of the ballots counted in Maricopa County were counted illegal? This is a huge question. Now, Randy, you you actually knew a little bit about this when we brought this up, which I think is um, infinitesimally more than pretty much anybody else in the TSPL when I brought this up. <laughs> That's taking a shot at Sam, only Sam. <clears throat> but this case, and look, the judge has not made it easy, no matter how you slice this, on the Lake campaign, correct? No, correct. The way I understood it was the judge said, okay, you can take a look, but unless you absolutely prove that anything that was done caused you to lose, so they can prove that stuff was illegal, but unless the votes or whatever that they counted, they can have them thrown out, it doesn't matter. So, so the judge said, okay, t- open the door, but you can't walk through it, is the way I understood it, without a, a high, high, high burden of proof. So there's a couple things that are interesting, because the way that I understand Arizona law is that that is not the standard in Arizona. That the standard in Arizona is prove that part of it was unlawfully carried out, period, full stop, end of story. And the judge has to issue remedy. Now, that's a big word when it comes to an election. Well, that's correct. But we all get they all get stuck on this date. So I think it's January the 6th or 7th that they have to swear in the new governor of Arizona. So if you haven't proven it by the 7th and they're sworn, it doesn't matter what you prove. So here's the really interesting part. They can't file the appeal until the election is certified because that's the way it's written in Arizona law, which means remedy becomes all that more important once the case is open. Now, I'm not going to say something's going to happen. Caleb, you want to contribute? Well, it's because when they're going through this process, right now the election isn't closed. Until they until they certify and swear in a winner, that's when they can say, all right, now the case will be open because it's finalized. I hope that the judge changes the tune afterwards. And says, look, this is now we have due process. Now we have the, what we have to go through. Now we have these steps that must be followed. Will it happen? I don't know. But this, this could be a precedent for the rest of us to follow. So what's really interesting is the way this is setting up, and I love that you use the word precedent to follow, because there is a Latin term, and I don't know the Latin, but I do know the English. Fraud vitiates everything. So for those who who understand what that means, you you know what we're talking about. For those who don't, let me help you understand what this sets up. It means that if you can prove that something happened in the election by fraud, it essentially wipes out all results. That everything, once one thing is fraudulent, everything is fraudulent. This is Immanuel Kant's categorical imperative, right? That's what this is. We're going to take this to the ultimate extension of the thought process, which means if you are fraudulently counting 10 votes, the entire election is fraudulent. And I have to wonder if this isn't the type of case that ends up going past Arizona state law and going all the way to the Supreme Court. It certainly would end up, and I, to be clear, I don't know the legal setup for this to go to the United States Supreme Court, but this is something that could go all the way to the Arizona State Supreme Court for a larger conversation. 
Yeah, right? for for sure. And that's the more realistic thing right now, you know, because when we're talking about a, a, a voter fraud, when we're talking talking about uh, fraudulent votes, we're talking about tampering with votes. The Arizona Supreme Court is where it will end up, where it should end up. If it gets to the Supreme Court, I would be really happy because then that allows us to go other ways. Actually, as, as I think this through and as we have this conversation, I don't know that it will ever, if it goes to the Supreme I, Court, it won't go under this particular won't. argument. But what I think we, what I think you would want as someone who wants fair elections is this to go to the state Supreme Court and the Supreme Court to deny the case and say, no, this has to happen in every individual state because, yeah, right. because federal elections right. are still not even overseen by a federal entity. It is 50 individual elections right. in each state. So each state needs to remedy their own problems. Which, which, and that's, that's the hope. Which then, but it also begs the question and, and or the necessity to review the whole process. You shouldn't have a different process for voting in Louisiana than if your job moves you to Arizona or Texas or New Mexico or wherever. It shouldn't be foreign to you to go to vote. And the processes are so different that it is. And, and there is some confusion for that, for that one thing. And I'll, I'll put it in layman's terms for you in terms of this particular ruling right yeah. here. If there's a, 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 an instance of fraud that is identified, if you liken it to a herd of cattle, okay, if there's an instance or a, a, a sample that is taken of, 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 a, of, a, of a cow that is acting odd and it's tested for one of the mad, weird, mad cow disease. weird yeah. diseases, the USGA or whatever, the uh, food and drug, yeah. uh, they terminate the herd. Yeah, because if you one don't member, know what's infected. If Correct. one member of it, the, because they're not going to test them all. And they don't know what, what stage the, the, the plague or the botulism is. Correct. So they will terminate the whole herd in that vicinity. And that's how this should be. If there's an instance of fraud, it, it, is, it is negated. Everything should be erased. Everything. It's, it's, it's not right. And please, again, don't believe our implicit bias on this. Please go look it up. It's all we ask. Well, that and that Sam stops giving us the finger in the corner. We've got one more segment left of this week's episode of Implicit Bias. We're going to come back with the greatest blind spot in the history of mankind to close out this week's episode. Thanks for listening to Implicit. Shop at New News, a proud sponsor of Implicit Bias on KPL. New News is dedicated to providing excellent food, excellent drinks, and excellent service. Known for their specialty meats and superb liquor and beer selection, it's all here. Family-run and family-oriented, we know our customers by name and strive to deliver a great shopping experience to every customer, every time. New News, now open in Youngsville, Milton, Maurice, and Scott. How sweet it is. Gambino's Bakery of Lafayette can satisfy all of your bakery needs. Cakes, cookies, pastries, melt-in-your-mouth pedophores, wedding cakes, and of course, the original New Orleans Doberge cake. 
Family owned and operated, let Gambino's Bakery take care of all your dessert needs for your family gathering, tailgate, holiday, or any special occasion. Visit with the baking professionals in Lafayette. Find what fits your taste. Enjoy the sweet life with Gambino's Bakery of Lafayette, 3802 Johnson Street. Call them at 337-406-9066 or online at gambinos.com. Hey, Acadiana, I'm Kathleen Terrio with Next Home Cutting Edge Realty. I know realtors seem to be on every corner, but the good ones aren't. I promise to give you top-notch customer service that includes honesty, availability, and professionalism. If you're looking for a realtor you can trust and is available during your most important purchase, call me, Kathleen, where the service goes beyond the closing day. For all your commercial needs, investment properties, or your next home, call Kathleen with Next Home Cutting Edge Realty, 337-412-1536. That's 337-412-1536. Or find me on the web searching Kathleen Terrio Realtor. This is Louis Pizzolatto, the owner of Coin and Treasure. We're your local source for rare coins, bullion, silver, and gold. In these unprecedented and uncertain times of government overreaching and economic instability, the security of having gold and silver is the perfect way to diversify your portfolio. Both gold and silver have been the tangible assets since the beginning of recorded times. Visit us today at Coin and Treasure. We are local, experienced, and still American-owned and American-proud. For 43 years, it's Coin and Treasure, 2472 West Congress. Sterling Automotive stands by our mission to provide each customer a transparent and honest vehicle purchase experience. Every vehicle is inspected in our certified service departments. We offer a 48-hour return policy and free delivery up to 250 miles. Stop by any of our three Sterling Premium Select locations today or visit us online at sterlingpremiumusedcars.com to upgrade your vehicle and experience. Drink Kacheri's Coffee, the official coffee of implicit bias. Available at La Creperie on Collie's Saloon, at the Rustic Renegade, Automotive Gear on Judson Walsh and Opelousas, and the Chill House, the dessert destination in Maurice. Kacheri's Coffee, the official coffee of implicit bias. Final segment of this week's episode of Implicit Bias. I am your host, Kevon Bordelon. Hour 2 is brought to you by Piper's Haven, 3916 West Congress. Go see Renee Girard. There's still just a couple minutes left. You can sit on the porch. Listen to Implicit Bias, have a stick, and get ready for Christmas. Merry Christmas, by the way, to all of our listeners. Happy holidays, whatever it is you celebrate. We hope you have time with the people whom you get up and go to work for every day. That's what the holiday season is about. We hope that you get to enjoy that. Speaking of some of the people uh, that we hold near and dear here in the Top Secret Podcast layer, Burley Short, poor Pellerin on my right. Caleb Morse, the rustic renegade himself across the table. Lee Ritter of Ritter Consulting sitting to my left and Sam Stokes in the corner. We have shared great food tonight from La Pizzeria here in Lafayette. Thank you, Randy Daniel, for going, hey, you guys ever want pizza, call me. And before that call got made, I, I gave him a shout out. And what happens? Randy Daniel shows up himself, sits here with us for a little while. We have had great conversation around just the truths that are coming out in the world. We've had great whiskeys this week from our weekly whiskey partner, Nunes Markets, in Youngsville, Scott Milton Maurice. Our friends at the Dania Beach Bourbon Club, just south of Miami, sending us this very old St. Nick cask strength summer rye whiskey, which is an absolute blue. I never gave it a rating. It's an absolute blue, as short pour wants another short pour. Yeah. Um, are, we, are we handing out short pours right now? <laughs> 
Well, so I, I, I didn't get a second one, so I'm just I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm I asked him for one more little taste. You guys had seconds. Uh, I did not have I seconds. If you didn't sit so far away, Sam, maybe you could. Partake. Sam sits in the corner. You know, it's got to have its downside. But this last story, maybe the greatest blind spot in the history of mankind, because it's happened more than once. So, Caleb, you sent this story over, so I'm going to let you set this one up, and then we will go with comments, because I, you know what, you can BS a BSer, oh, but don't expect me to believe it. When, whenever I saw this, so uh, it's happened once before, and when I saw this, what, two, three days ago, I sent it to you? Uh, this was, yeah, Monday, Monday, correct. We're recording on um, Wednesday, for those who yeah. want to know. Um, and it was first day of Hanukkah. And all this stuff's coming out, and then lo and behold, the New York Times, the crossword puzzle comes out. And uh, when I saw the picture, I'm like, that, that looks an awful lot like a swastika. And then we dug into it, and then I dug into it more, and I, I wanted to disbelieve it. And this is the second or third time this has happened. So I know it happened in 2017. Yeah. Right? And... The funny part was they apologized. That's it. They apologized and that was it. But but said something more to the effect of, no, this is not a swastika, you crazy, yeah. stupid people. Yeah. How dare you view that? You're, Correct. you're grasping. Your views are wrong. Our views are right. Here's the, this is. When, when this, I showed the picture to my wife of, of the, the word, the crossword puzzle, she goes, oh my God, that's a swastika. And I was like, yeah. This is what Undeniable. I This is what I can't get over. The people who literally say they see Nazis everywhere, mm. right? They literally look at everybody like, Nazi, 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 Nazi for you. But they had a 97-year-old secretary just get prosecuted this week in the news. <laughs> like, she was, like, taking down names or something. But nope, don't worry about the crossword. And they don't see it on the crossword? Uh, no. You serious, Clark? <laughs> Clark? I... This is this is the one that this is what makes people think this is intentional. Because look, you you can think I'm stupid. You know, fool me once. Yes. Fool me twice. Fool me once, shame, shame on, on you. Me. Yeah. Fool me, fool me twice, shame, shame on, on me. me. Mm -hmm. This fool me thrice, three times? Like that that doesn't make sense. This is just absurd. So let's talk about the process which this should undergo before it makes it to print. Sam, what are you laughing about over there? How can you not think about the George Bush version of that every time you hear it? <laughs> yeah. well, can't, can't, can't get fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> Will, Will Ferrell, right? Yeah. Will Ferrell. Yeah. But, and I'm sure that, that, Kevon, you and Sam have a better understanding of the, the editorial process than I do. In my mind, the writer sees it. The editor reviews it, sends it back to the writer, says a proof, and then then I would think the producer has a say too. This should go through at least three levels of checks, yeah, before it hits print, print, print. right? Yeah. It should go through at least three levels. That's at a minimum. Now, something like the New York Times probably goes through five to seven, is my guess, because. You don't have one person building a daily crossword puzzle for the New York Times. You've probably oh, got five to seven yeah. to eight people building this, right? <laughs> then it goes through an editor who says, yes, these are appropriate. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
Look, we actually got a an article this week that happened like months ago. Stanford telling us what words we're supposed to use and not literally there. Oh, no, this word is offensive, right? So the word gangbusters yeah. is now offensive, according oh, to Stanford. Yes, yeah. because it might portray the police in a good light for breaking up a gang. That uh, That's according to Stanford. Please don't believe me. Go look this up. What, what about the word we used last week in the, the cisgender? Is that, is that, a, I, I'm offended by that who, word. Who knows? I you, mean, you didn't listen to that part of it. Oh my God. The, the point being, somebody's going to look at this and say, this word might be offensive. That word might not be offensive. So you've got five to six people working on this crossword puzzle, more than likely. You've then got somebody going, this word is approved, this word is not approved, this word, right? And then you've got an overall editor, and then you've got a print editor who puts it into format. Then you've got a format editor who says, yeah, this works here because we can change words and we can move columns and this all fits on a page. I mean, I'm going to say this. There's no way that that crossword puzzle doesn't that way. Is an accident. There's, so there's no. It's, it's like, impossible for that. Do you think that back to my Batman and Freeze thing? Do you think the Riddler <laughs> wasn't behind this, trying to make sure this happened Come in on, New York? So, okay, so, <laughs> so let's, so let, so let's put this together, right? So let's say that it slips through all of those people. Now we've done an episode on this. Is it possible that it just so happens that this crossword drops on the first day of Hanukkah? Or, or, or how probable is it that this wasn't in t- an accident on the first day of Hanukkah, right? I'm not saying it was or it wasn't. I'm saying run the odds and follow the data. I got a four and a half year old that has a lot of accidents that are planned. Okay. <laughs> a four and a half year old. I, God bless him. And when I tell him I got to call Santa, he loses his mind. Somebody needs to call Santa on these people. Just saying. You know, I, I would call very old St. Nick, but he'd probably lead to more of these incidents if that's the case. My, my whole point is, and, and okay, so let's, let's multiply this because now what is the probability that this happens twice? Right? Not once, but twice. I mean, your, your chances of winning a lottery two times in a row are higher. Lightning strike. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And 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 what's the what's the saying from the Godfather? I'm a superstitious man. If my son should be shot while trying to be arrested, right? If he should hang himself in his jail cell, if he should be struck by a bolt of lightning, I'm gonna hold some of the people in this room accountable. It's time that some of these people are held accountable. Now, I'm not saying we go full Don Corleone on them, right? I'm not saying we settle all Corleone family debts. But what I am saying is this excuse of, oh, no, you're wrong, we're right, that doesn't fly anymore. I think what this is right here, this is, this is an opportunity to get some relevance. They need some traction. They need some foot traffic, right? They need some, they need some clicks. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, why? They, so, think about it. At, at that point, as big as that organization is, as prominent as it once was, because it's not anymore. I'm curious, what demographic are they going after? The I, I deep don't, state? I, I, don't, I don't know, but it's just, it's just bad publicity is still it's, publicity, right? So this is absurd. It's, it's absurd. There's no way. You can look at this and, and just see it. There's, there's you can't no miss way. It. You, can't, you, can't, you can't do that. 
without being intentional. Again, to your point, you mean to tell me that no one looked at this and went, are you sure we want to do that? Nobody raised this up? Well, And look, from someone who, in the service, I went out of my way when I counsel soldiers, counseling you do quarterly, monthly, and all that. Your quarterly counseling, I wanted them to build them up. And I went out of my way to make sure that it spelled certain words to get my point across. <laughs> and people caught that. And no one caught this. You know what we hope you catch? We hope you catch the spirit of Christmas. Because this episode, it's the last one before Christmas 2022. We want to thank you for another special year of Implicit Bias. We hope that you subscribe on podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram. We're going to start posting what our ratings are on each weekly whiskey. And more than anything, we want to thank you for being a part of our 2022, for being a part of our Implicit Bias. We will see you with our next new live content in 2023. Have a great end of the year and a very Merry Christmas.